Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Lamed Beis. We're up to Sif Lamed Vav, which is the bottom line in the Mechaber on page Nun Aleph. Nun Aleph is the page following page 100. So the Mechaber says in Sif Lamed Aleph, Yaseh Kol Pesuchos. You should make all the Parshios of the Tvilin Pesuchos open, which we'll see exactly what that means shortly. Chutzmi parsha achrona haksuva batora, except for the parsha that is written last in the Torah, shehi v'hoya im shamoa, which is the parsha of v'hoya im shamoa, sheyasena stuma. That parsha shouldn't be made a psucha, an open parsha, rather it should be made a stuma, a closed parsha. V'im shina pasul, and if he changes from that, then it is pasul. And the Ramah writes, V'yesh machshirin b'kulam psuchos. There are those who are machshir if you make all the parshios psuchos. That's all we'll see in the Machaber and the Ramah today, but we'll see a lot of details in the Mishabura and in the notes exactly what's going on over here. And Amir Tashem, Sif Lamed Vav will take us three nights to get the whole thing clear. So before we go to the Mishabura, let's go to an introduction, a very clear, beautiful introduction that is brought in the notes in note number 186 in the Dirshu Mishabura. So in note 186, he brings down Mavol Sif Lamed Vav, an introduction to Sif Lamed Vav. Shaninu Babraisa. There's a Braisa in the Gemara and Shabbos and Avkukim Lamabez that says, Parsha Psucha lo Yasena Stuma, and Stuma lo Yasena Psucha. A Parsha that's supposed to be an open Parsha, you should not make it closed. And a Parsha that's supposed to be closed, you should not make it open. V'nechleku ha-Rambam v'harosh mahi Parsha Psucha umahi Parsha Stuma. And there's a Machlokas in the Rishonim between the Rambam and the Rosh, what exactly is a Parsha Psucha and what exactly is a Parsha Stuma. And now we'll see the two opinions, and then we'll bring it down into Hilchas Tefillin. So in Aleph, Das HaRambam, Sheparsha Psucha Hi Parsha Shemaschilim Lekosva Betchilas Hashita. An open Parsha is a Parsha that you begin writing it in the beginning of the line. V'haRevach Shelefanea Pasuach, and there is space before the Parsha, Ayidei Shemeniach Beshita Shelefanea Cholo Keshir Teisha Osios. What makes it a Parsha Psucha is that it has space of eight letters worth on the line preceding it. So the line preceding it at the end has a space of nine letters that is blank. And then this Parsha, which is the Parsha Psucha, starts in the beginning of the line. And if you don't have enough space at the end of the line before that has nine the space of nine letters to leave empty, then Then you leave a complete empty line. So again, the Ramam holds that a parsha psucha is, the parsha begins in the beginning of the line, but the line before has at least nine letters worth that is empty at the end. And if the parsha before extends beyond that space, then you leave a full line before this parsha starts in the beginning of the new line. That's a parsha psucha lefi the Rambam, who parsha stuma he parsha shemaschilim lekosva beemtsa hashura o besofa, and a parsha stuma lefi the Rambam is a parsha that you start writing it in the middle of the line or at the end of the line. Vyesh revach betchilas hashura o beemtsa, and the space that separates the two parshios is either in the beginning of that line or the middle of that line. So that is the Rambam's definition of a parsha psucha and a parsha stuma. Again, a parsha psucha starts in the beginning of a line, and the parsha before ended with nine spaces 
left open on the last line. If there's less than nine empty spaces on the line before, then you leave a totally empty line before you start a new parsha. And the parsha stuma is a parsha where it starts in the middle or end of the line, and the empty space before it is actually on that line where the new parsha begins. That is Lafida Rambam. That's our rush. The opinion of the rush is Shaparsha Psucha Hisha Minyach Bitchilas Ashura Shir Tesha Osios Khalak. A Parsha Psucha is that you leave open a space of nine letters in the beginning of the line, Umasri Lichto Misham Vahala, and you start writing beyond that point of the nine empty spaces. Or you can leave over in the line before, in the line before, nine empty letters. And then you can begin writing in the beginning of the next line. So again, according to the Rosh, a parashat psucha is either that you leave open empty space on that line that's nine letters worth, and you begin writing afterwards, or you leave over the nine letters worth of empty space at the end of the line before, and you start writing in the top of the the next line. That second Eitzah of the Rush to make a Parsha Psucha is exactly what the Rambam says is also a Parsha Psucha, and we'll see how that comes into play shortly. Uparsha Stuma, according to the Rush, a Parsha Stuma, he sheyesh revach be'emtza hashura, is where there's empty space in the middle of a line, umishneit side ha'revach kosov, and on both sides of the empty space you have writing, one is the end of the first Parsha, and one is the beginning of the next Parsha. Ukumokein imhinia cholok shita shlema, and so too if you leave a completely empty line in between the Hisla And then you write the new Pasha in the beginning of the next line, that would be a Pasha Stuma. Again, the last this case that the Rush describes as a Pasha Stuma is the way that the Rambam described a Pasha Psucha. Again, to summarize the rush, the rush says a parsha psucha is that you leave over space in the beginning of the line, nine letters worth, and you begin writing after that, or you leave over the last nine spaces in the line before you start in the new line of the new parsha. And a parsha stuma is that either you have space in the middle, and before it on that line the first parsha ends, and after the empty space on that line the new parsha begins, or if you leave a completely empty line between the two parshios, and then you start writing in the beginning of the next line, that would be a parsha stuma. Continues note 186 in the introduction, and he writes, One who fears heaven should satisfy both opinions. That when you come to write a parsha psucha, you should end off the previous parsha in the middle of the line, and then you should leave over towards the end of the line before nine letters worth. And then you start writing a new parsha in the beginning of the next line. So that would satisfy both the Rambam and the Rosh in making a parsha psucha, and that is ending off the last parsha in the middle of the line, leaving at least nine empty spaces at the end of that line, and then starting the next parsha in the beginning of the new line, that would be a parsha psucha, both Lufi the Rambam and Lufi the Rosh. When one comes to write a Pasha Stuma and he wants to satisfy both, what he should do is, he should end off the previous Pasha in the beginning of the line, and he should leave over a space in the middle of the line of nine letters worth, 
Then he should continue writing the new parsha on the end of that line itself. And that would be considered a parsha stuma according to all opinions. Now, then he writes, As parshios atfilin yesh lichtov kefi sheng suvas batora. How do we write the four parshios of the tfilin? We write them, as the Shulchanar told us, the way they are written in the Torah. Dahainu. As a parshios kadesh vhoyaki viacho vishma, the first three parshios yesh lichtov psuchos. Since they are written as parshios psuchos in the Torah, in the tfilin they should also be written as parshios psuchos. The evil as parshios vhoyayim shamua yesh lichtov stuma. And the Pasha of Ahoyayim Shemot, which in the Torah is a Pasha Stuma, should be written in the Tefillin as well as a Pasha Stuma. With that introduction, so we'll read the Mechaber again. The Mechaber says again in Sif Lamed Vav, Yasa Kol Pasha Yosef Psuchos, you should make all the Pashas of the Tefillin Psuchos, Chutz Mi Pasha Achron Aksuva Torah, except for the one that's written last in the Torah, turning to page 102, Shehi Vahoyayim Shemot, which is the Pasha of Ahoyayim Shemot, Shehasena Stuma, that you should make a Pasha Stuma. The Imshina puzzle, and if you change, it's going to be puzzle. And the Ramah wrote, "V'yesh machshirun bekulam psuchos." There are those who are machshir. If you do all of them, even the parsha of Ahayim Shemua as psuchos, that will be okay. Now let's begin the Mishabura and get into all the details how it applies to Hilchos Tefillin. So the Mishabura begins on page Nun Aleph, towards the bottom, a little more than halfway down in the wide lines. If Katan Kuf Nun Hey. Says the Mishabura, Kol Parshioseha, wrote Slomar, means to say, Me'atfilin Shalyad. This halacha the Mechaber is discussing is talking about the Parshios and the Tfilin Shalyad. Ho'il Vehein Dechtavos Beklaf Echod. Since, as we know, the Tfilin Shalyad is written on one klaf, all four Parshios, the Tfilin Shalrosh has four batim, so it's four separate, separate klafim that are put in each bias. So therefore, this halacha of how you write the Parshios, is referring to the Tefillin Shayat since they're written on one cloth. V'shayach behem psucho v'stuma. Since they are related to the parsha before it, because they're on the same cloth, they're a chat to discuss a parsha psucho or a parsha stuma. Dahainu, shekeshemeniach makom cholok besov shita achrona shal parsha rishona. If you leave over empty space in the last line of the previous parsha, kidei tes osios, which covers the space of nine letters, and then you begin the parsha afterwards on the top line of the next column, so this second parsha that you're writing, which has nine letters of space at the end of the previous parsha, and starts in the new line of this of this column, that makes this second parsha called a parsha psucha. Kamosha Basevatora Nikres Parsha Hamaschelas Biroshashita Parsha Psucha. Just like by a Sevatora, a parsha that begins in the beginning of a new line, that's called a Parsha Psucha Lukuyama, according to everyone, both the Rush and the Ramak we just discussed. Kishiyesh Revach Kedetas Osiosafana Bishita Kodemasla. If you have, as long as you have a space of nine letters open at the end of the line before it. Or if it's in a previous column, if you have nine spaces open at the end of the previous column. So therefore the Mishabura tells us that when the Mechaber is discussing Pasha Psucha, Pasha Stuma, he's talking about doing it in the Tefillin Shalyad where you have all four Pashas written on one cloth. And therefore the way you write a Pasha Psucha like we discussed in the Hakdama in note 186 to be Yotzei, all the is if you start a new Pasha at the beginning of a line and the Pasha before 
ended off the previous line with nine empty spaces at the end, whether it's on the same column or the column before in the Sefer Torah, that's a Pasha Psucha. Obviously, by the Tefillin, when they're written in separate columns, the space will have to be the last nine spaces from the previous column have to be open, and a new Pasha starts in the beginning of the line of the next column. That would make it a Pasha Psucha. But that's all by the Tefillin Shayad. But the Mishabura continues in the beginning of the line, Six lines up from the bottom. However, when it comes to the Tfilin Sharosh, where the four Pashos are written on four independent Klothim, there you do not have to be Makbid, whether the Pashos are written Psuchos Ustumos. However, the Minog is to yes be Makbid on this. This is what the Achronim write. The Ayam Behalocha, Bamashik Osadnu, Beshema Primagodim Bazar. Fine. Let's continue in the Mishabur and Sefkadon Kuf Nun Vav. Kuf Nun Vav is going on that which the Mechaber says that you should do all the Parshios Psuchos, except for the Parsha Achrona that's written in the Torah, which is Vahoyo Im Shamoa. Says the Mishabura in Kuf Nun Vav. Psuchos Chut, Mipnei Shigimel Rishono Shehem Kadesh Vahoyo Kiyaviyacha and Shema, because the first three Parshios that are brought in the Tefillin, which are Kadesh Vahoyo Kiyaviyacha and Shema, Heim Psuchos Batorah, they are Parshios that are psuchos in the Torah. U parshas v'hoyo im shamoa stuma. And the last parsha v'hoyo im shamoa in the Sefer Torah is written stuma. L'fikach, therefore, tzarech lichtol b'tfilin gamkein kocha. Therefore, when you are writing the tfilin, you have to write it that way as well. Da'hainu, that means to say, sh'yaniach mokom cholok k'day tes osios b'sov shita achrona sheva parshas kadesh. You shall leave over a space nine letters worth of space in the last line of the Parsha of Kadesh, Kadesh of a Parsha's V'hoya that way that the next Parsha that's written on the next column of V'hoya Ki'eviyacha, Sh'yaskel V'rosh HaShita HaRishonah, Sh'badat HaSheni, that begins, that you begin writing in the top, the beginning of the first line of the next column, Tia Parsha Psucha, that would be a Parsha Psucha, Kamoshi Torah, like it is in the Torah. So again, the Mishabura says, in order to make the Parsha of V'hoya Ki'eviyacha as a Parsha Psucha, you will begin the parsha of Hayak Yaviyacha in the beginning of the new line in the new column. And the previous line, which is at the bottom of the previous column, which is the end of the parsha of Kadesh, you would make sure to leave over at least nine spaces empty. Second to last line on the bottom of the page, the Mishaburah says, V'aytiv v'chein achar parshas v'hoya So too, following this pattern, it's at the end of the parsha of Hayakiviyacha, you should leave over the nine letters worth of space, Kadesha Pasha Shma Tia Psucha, in order that the Pasha that follows it, which is the Pasha of Shma, will also be Psucha. Aval, Parshas Vahoyo Im Shamo, Yasa Stuma, however, the Parsha of Hayam Shamo should be made Stuma. Vaofen Stimasa Yavurla Kameh, how exactly you make that a Pasha Stuma, that gets a little more complicated, and that we'll see later. The reason why that gets more complicated, if you remember, in note 186, we pointed out that Yerei Shemayim should fulfill all opinions. And we said the way you should make a parsha psucha according to all opinions, like we've been discussing till now, leaving over nine lines at the end of the previous parsha and beginning the next line with the next parsha, that satisfies all opinions of a parsha psucha, and that is shayach in the tefillin shayad, because even though it's on the next column, leaving over nine spaces at the end of the previous column and starting the next parsha in the beginning of the new column satisfies everyone. But as we mentioned in paragraph in the third paragraph. 
In note 186, when we said that we should be Yotzi all opinions, we said the way to be Yotzi all the opinions in the Pasha Stuma is to end the previous Pasha in the beginning of the line, leave over nine empty spaces, and then begin a new Pasha on that same line. Now that's not Shaykh in the Tefillin, because in the Tefillin we need to have each Pasha written in its own column. So you can't have both Pashas written in the same line with nine empty spaces in the middle. And therefore it's not so Pasha how we would satisfy Pasha Stuma according to everyone, and therefore the Mishnabura writes that when the Pashas of should be stuma. That's why he's going to leave it for later because it's a little bit of a discussion. It's not so pasha how to do it. And in the last line on page Nun Aleph in the Mishnah he brings down. So we we skipped in the way we described the parshos that Absuchos, We started from the Hayakia Viacha. They leave over the empty space at the end of the parsha of Kadesh, and you begin parsha of Hayakia Viacha in the beginning of the new line. But we didn't discuss how you make the parsha of Kadesh into a parsha Psucha. So the Mishnah discusses that now and writes to parshas Kadesh after Batorah Psucha, even though. The parsha kadesh in the Torah is psucha machmas shehu mafsik berevach tesosios bashura kodemesla. In 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 the way that it has nine spaces before it in the line before from the end of the parsha before the kan ain't shayach Here that's not shayach. Turning on to page one hundred two, why? Because this is the first Pasha that you're writing in the Tefillin Shalyat, so you can't leave over space in the Pasha before. There is no Pasha before. Mikomakom, in any case, says the Meshavura, Kevan Shehu Matchila Biro Shita, since you begin the Pasha of Kadesh in the beginning of a line, and there's absolutely nothing written in front of it, He Nikreis Psucha, the Ein Ksav Acher Lesosma. Therefore, that's considered already a Pasha's Psucha, since it starts in the beginning of the new line. And there is nothing written before it, so that's just like having a parsha psucha where you have nine spaces before it. Here you have everything in front of it. There's nothing written in front of it. That's a parsha psucha. There is no other exile before it that is being so simit that would make it into a parsha stuma. And therefore, to summarize, the way we make the parsha of Kadesha parsha stuma is just we start it in the beginning of the line. That's automatically a parsha stuma because it's open before it. There's no parsha written. The Pasha of Ahayaki of Yachas, a Pasha Psucha, because we leave open the last nine spaces at the end of the column of Kadesh, and we start Ahayaki of Yachas in the beginning of the line, and so too at the end of Ahayaki of Yachas, we leave over the last nine spaces, and we start Shema in the beginning of the next line, and that way we have the three Pashas, Kadesh, Ahayaki of and Shema all being Pasha Psuchos, and as we pointed out in the Mishnah, the Ahayim Shema will be a Pasha Stuma, but that will be left over for a discussion later. Then the Mechaber said on page 102, the Mechaber said on the top line, the Imshin Apostle, if you switch it, Zatam Shabur and Sekotan Kufnan Zayin, if you switch what? Bain Shasom Mistuma Psucha, Omi Psucha Stuma, either way, says the Mishabura, what the Mechaber means, if you made any of the three Pashios that were supposed to be Pashios Psuchos into Stumos, or the one Pasha of Ahayim Shema, which is supposed to be Stuma, you made into a Psucha, either way that you switch, it is Pasal. And then the Ramah tells us, that in fact, yesh machshirin bekulam psuchos. There are those who are machshir if they are all psuchos. So says the Mishabura in Sivkoton, kuf nun ches. V'yesh machshirin, rotzolomar bidyeved. So those who are machshir, if you do them all psuchos, that's bidyeved. 
V'taimam, and the reason is, here's an interesting reason, why if you make the parsha of Ahoya im Shamoa, which is supposed to be a parsha stuma, you make it into a psuch, why it will be okay. She'af Sheba Torah, parsha's Vahoya im Shamoa, he's stuma, even though if you look in the Sefer Torah, the parsha of Ahoya im Shamoa is in fact a parsha stuma, Mikomokom Kevan Sheba Torah, Eino Smucho, Klalo, parsha Shema, since the way Vahoya im Shamoa is set up in the Tefillin, it is adjacent to the parsha of Shema, and that is not the way it is set up in the Sefer Torah. This is not considered a change. And therefore, if you end up making the Pasha of Ahayim Shemua into a Pasha Psucha, which is leaving over some space, the nine spaces after the Pasha Shema, and starting the parsha of Ahayim Shemua in the beginning of the next line, that would not be a real shinui from that which is done in the Sefer Torah, because there's much space in the Sefer Torah between the parsha of Shema and the parsha of Ahayim Shemua. They're not near each other. There's a lot of open space between those two parshas because they're very spread apart. And this is the Haskam of the Achronim. To summarize what the Meshavur is telling us, says, the reason why the Ramah says there are those who are machshir, if you do all them psuchos, the Chiddush being if you do the parsha of Ahayim Shemua psucha, even though it's supposed to be Suma and the Torah is a Stuma, some Mepharshim say that B'dyevet it will be kosher. The reason is because it's not really going against what's, the way it's written in the Torah. Even though in the Sefer Torah it's a Pasha Stuma, but it's, it's a Pasha Stuma, it's a Stuma to the Pasha that precedes it. But Shema, which is preceding it in the Tefillin, is not what precedes it in the Sefer Torah. And if you compare the Pasha of Ahayo Im Shamoa to the Pasha of Shema in the Torah, that could be considered a Psuch also because they're not near each other and there's a lot of space in between. And therefore by writing in the Tefillin as a Pasha, Psucha, that would not be against the way those two parshios are written in the Sefer Torah with much space in between, and therefore with the Evet, it would be okay. Now there's a very interesting note over here in note 187. Let's look at note 187. He says, The Chazanish is masking to this as well. V'hosef, and he adds on, a very important point, Says the Chazanish that it could be that the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch, even though the Shulchan Aruch just told us, Vimshin Apostle, and the Mishabur explained it either way you look at it, that you change it, it's going to be Apostle, Zata Chazanish, it could be that the Shulchan Aruch and the Rambam really agree that if you make the Pasha Vahaya im Shamoa into a Pasha Psucha instead of a Pasha Stum, it will be okay. And that which the Mechaber just told us in the top line, that if you change from the way it's supposed to be, it's possible. That means, as the Chazanish, the Fida Mechaber and the Fida Rambam, that's only going on the three parshos that are supposed to be psuchos. If you make them into stumos, it's going to be a problem. So why doesn't the Machaber specify that? He seems to say a general rule of him, Shin Apostle, seems to be like the Mishabura, that either way you change it's not good. So why is the Chazanish saying that the Machaber really means that only if you switch the first three, that's a problem, but the last one would be okay? Vilokosov came the Therish, Zot Chazanish, the reason why the Machaber doesn't say it explicitly is, because he's relying on that which he wrote in Hilchos Mezuzah, Shekshero Kishasa Psucha 
Machmas Hasvara Haniskeres B'Meshivura Kan. Zatul Chazanish, beautiful. We know that a mezuzah has two parshios in it, the parsha of Shema and the parsha of Ahoyah Im Shamoah. And since the Machaber himself paskins, based on this svara that the Meshivura brings down, that if you wrote the parsha of Ahoyah Im Shamoah, which is really a parsha stum in the Torah, as a parsha psucha by mezuzah, it's okay. So the same way by a mezuzah the Machaber says it's okay. So he's relying on that over here also. When he says Vim Shin Apostle means the first three parshios, if you change them, instead of being psuchos, there's stumos, it's possible. But if you change the fourth parsha of Ahayoyim Shamoah from a stuma to a psucha, of course that's good with the We already wrote that by Hilchas Mezuzah. And therefore the Mechavah didn't mention it here, that's what the Chazanish suggests. Achein, however, das However, the Ramah clearly and the Mishabura clearly understand over here. Shalafi Haramah v'Shalchanorchim also as a parsh as parshas It's clear from the Ramah. It's clear from the Ramah and the Mishabura over here. Now the Rambam and the Shulchanar hold that is going to be possible if you change Vahayim Shamoa. The Mishabura says Mufurish, Bain Shasam, Mistuma Psucha, Omi Psucha, Stum is going to be possible. And for the Ramah also it's Mash for the Hilmus that way, because it says Vyesh Machshirin Bukula Psuchos. If you understood the Machabra saying the same thing, he doesn't have to add on Vyesh Machshirin. So obviously he understood the Machabra and the Rambam saying not that way. So betama chilu be mezuzah shekshiruk shasa es v'hoyoyim shemua psucha l'bein tefillin shepsuos b'ofenze. Now the question turns to the Ramah and the Mishabura. If it's true that we just discussed before that in Hilchos in Hilchos mezuzah we say if you write the parsha v'hoyoyim shemua v'hoyoyim shemua as a parsha psucha it's okay. So then why by tefillin they say it's not okay? What's the chiluk? So the Briska Rav explains a beautiful chiluk. Beer be chidushim ran hagriz halevi. Shebetfilin ain din miyuchod behefsek aparsho shebehen. By tfilin, there's no separate, independent, individualized halacha of separation of the parshios. Ella hadinu lekoslon kefish ksuvas v'sefer Torah. Rather, the rule by tfilin is to write the parshios the way they are written in the sefer Torah. Mashe'en came in mezuzah, which is not the case by mezuzah. She'esh lo'din k'siva miyuchad. By mezuzah has a specified way of writing it itself. She'enu kosher lo'ofen ha'ksiva ba'sefer Torah, which is not connected to the way it's written in the Sefer Torah. Based on this chiluk, everything comes out beautiful. Lufika, therefore. B'tfilin she'esh din lahatikas ha'parshios k'fishek suas ba'sefer Torah. By tfilin, where there's a din to write the parshios the way they are written in the Sefer Torah. Ein ha'svara she'vahoyo im shamoa so then the svara that the Hayyim Shamo is not close to the Pasha of Shema and the Torah does not help to be machshirit if you make it a psucha. Shere so soflo hetig as a parsha betfilin kemoshiksuva b'sefer Torah lemaisa the parsha of the hoyo im shamoa is written in the Torah as a parsha stuma, and the the din of tefillin is to write it the way it is in the sefer Torah, and therefore if it is a din of parsha stuma and you don't do it as a parsha stuma, it's not good. Period. There is no din by mezuzah to write the parsha in the mezuzah the way it is written in the Torah. The din hefsek aparsha shalohu din chadash she is chadash b'ksivas hamezuzah. But rather, it's a new din and the laws of mezuzah. And therefore, you could say that if it's written as a psucha, but the other it's going to be okay because it doesn't have to follow the way it is in the sefer Torah. 
So based on that chiluk, he explains another interesting thing. The alpize beer madua makbidin al parshas kadesh betfilin shetia parsha psucha afalpish ain parsha lefanecha. Based on this, he explains why we're so makbid. We just saw this in the mishabura at the parsha of kadesh, where makbid it has to be written as a parsha psucha. It has to be starting on the beginning of the of the line, even though. There's no parsha before it. Shekeshem she besefer Torah he parsha psucha kachdina kishematikim osa betfilin. Because based on what the brisk rav is saying, it's beautiful. Since the rule of tefillin is you have to write it the way it is in the sefer Torah, and the ma'is of the parsha of kadesh is a parsha psucha in the sefer Torah because there is a parsha preceding it. So even though the tefillin there's no parsha preceding it, as much as you can, you have to make it a parsha psucha, and therefore you have to start off the parsha of kadesh in the beginning of the line. Beautiful. According to this, by a mezuzah, where the first parsha of the mezuzah is the parsha of Shema, there is no doubt that the parsha of Shema has to be psucha, even though in the Torah it is psucha. Why? Because like the briskerov says, the din of the ksiva of the mezuzah, it's not to write the parshas the way they are in the Torah. It's a new din ksiva that has on its own by mezuzah. And therefore, since it's the first parsha, it's not shayach psucha or stuma, because there's no parsha preceding it. Therefore, by mezuzah, we're not following the rules of the Torah, the way the parsha is written, but it has new rules. In the new set of rules for mezuzah, there is no rule for the first parsha, because since it's not following the rules of the Sefer Torah, and there's no parsha before it, so there's no rules for the first parsha. Just like the first parsha of the Sefer Torah, the parsha Bereshis, is not counted by the Rambam as a parsha psucha, only on the Revach when it discusses between two parshios, but not in the beginning of the first parsha. So that is the explanation of the Briskarov for the Ramah and the Mishabura, why they say that with the Evid, it's a problem over here by Tfilin, if the Pasha of Bahaya Im Shamoa is written as a Psucha, and by Mezuzah we say that if you write the Pasha of Bahaya Im Shamoa as a Psucha, it's going to be okay. So Dr. Biskura, there's a Chiluk in the Pasha of the Tfilin versus the Pasha of the, of the, of the Mezuzah. The Pasha of the Tfilin have to be written as they are in the Sefer Torah. And since it's written, the Pasha of Bahaya Im Shamoa in the Sefer Torah as a Pasha Stuma, in the Tfilin it must be a Pasha Stuma. However, Mezuzah has its own din, it's a new Chiddush, a new din in the Parshios, and therefore, in creation of the new din, they said, L'chachilo, it should be a Parsha Stuma, but for the Abed, it's okay if it's made as a Parsha Psucha. We are up to the Mishabura in Sivkaton Kufnun Tes, but it looks like we are uh, basically out of time. So we'll begin tomorrow night in Rish Hashem from the Mishabura in Sivkaton Kufnun Tes. Again, we'll have two more Shiurim on this Sif of Lamed Vav and Amir Shem it will all become very clear. Ashikayach. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics or to hear an Eon shear on any daf in Shas, including Mara Mekaymas on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.